Next question. My cat has a broken tooth, but he's 13 years old and I've heard horror stories about older pets undergoing anesthesia. I don't want him to be in pain, but I am really scared and I'm not sure what to do. I'm really glad that you brought this up because this is a tricky issue and it's something that a lot of pet owners struggle with. We all know that having healthy teeth and gums is a really important part of being healthy. Dogs and cats don't brush their teeth and floss. There are very dedicated owners who brush their pet's teeth twice a day. Hopefully you realized when you got your pet that you were signing up to have basically a toddler for the next 10, 15, 20 years. They are dependent upon their parents for oral hygiene. They don't understand when they go to the dentist that they need to sit still. In order to do a really good job of probing the gum line, of scaling the teeth, cleaning, and if necessary, extracting teeth, this has to be done under general anesthesia and general anesthesia has inherent risks. These can be serious and can even include death. Dentistry is an elective procedure. It's an important part of staying healthy. Depending on your dog's mouth and genetics, a routine periodontal treatment may be needed as often as every six months or every year. And there's a significant expense associated with this. Depending on where you live, it can be hundreds of dollars, sometimes even thousands. Certain breeds, like schnauzers, and chihuahuas, miniature poodles, are notorious for having horrible dental disease as part of their genetic makeup. I've seen dogs and cats needing full mouth extractions at a relatively young age because they didn't receive routine preventative care. It is important to provide routine care, but you always have to weigh the benefits of a procedure or a treatment against the potential adverse effects and risks. And in older patients, while age isn't necessarily a disease, a lot of times these guys are starting to get other health problems that make anesthesia more complicated. I would never diminish the potential risks of a dental procedure to an owner. I think it's really important if you have an older patient and you're noticing that they're changing, losing weight, slowing down, not eating, it's really easy to get tunnel vision on the fact that all of their teeth are rotting and broken and not look elsewhere for a problem. I have seen patients that weren't eating, they were losing weight. On the outside, everything looked good other than their horrible dental disease. They underwent dental extractions and after that, they still continued to decline and then later had chest x-rays taken and there was cancer everywhere. Anytime you're going to undergo general anesthesia for a dental procedure or any elective procedure for that matter, you need to do your due diligence, run a geriatric diagnostic workup. That's general lab work, chest x-rays, in certain cases an abdominal ultrasound, especially if there are health concerns like weight loss and not eating. And make sure that they are healthy and that there isn't something else going on under the hood and that they're going to be a good anesthetic candidate. I have patients that have very severe dental disease. They're older patients. They could really benefit from a dental procedure, but because of their concurrent medical conditions, like severe heart disease, severe airway disease, they are not good anesthetic candidates, and you could not convince me to anesthetize these patients for an elective procedure like a dental because the risk of 
them decompensating and potentially dying is just too high. In these patients, we treat them palliatively with antibiotics and medications to help reduce discomfort, knowing that it's not safe for us to anesthetize them. It doesn't mean that they can't have an elective procedure done, but you need to be well informed that they carry a higher risk of complications. And there is a risk, in spite of the best medical care, that they might not do well after the procedure. So these are very difficult decisions. There are places where there are anesthesiology specialists, where they have the resources, training, and expertise to anesthetize these patients as safely as possible. And so I think if you're really in a situation where you have established that a dental procedure or another elective procedure is necessary, um, but that the patient carries a very high anesthetic risk, it's very prudent to seek out a specialty hospital where they offer anesthesiology. Anesthesiologists are rare, unfortunately, in our profession, but they are truly amazing as far as what they can safely do. There are veterinary dentistry specialists as well, and these aren't just people really trained at pulling teeth. A lot of times these are very highly skilled oromaxillary facial surgeons. Veterinary dentistry specialists can also offer very advanced salvage procedures. Procedures like root canals and crowns. Not all teeth have to be extracted. A lot of times they can be saved, but you should know that there is always an option to see a veterinary dentistry specialist. I think with your cat, I would talk to your vet, get a general physical exam, provide them with a complete medical history, and run a geriatric workup and answer the question, to the best of our knowledge, is this patient a good anesthetic candidate? Or is there any concurrent illness or disease that we should know about that could potentially complicate the procedure? And if everything checks out and you still are afraid of anesthesia, but you do want to have the procedure performed, I think it would be reasonable to seek out a veterinary anesthesiology specialist and dentistry team to give your pet the best possible chance of having a good outcome. My final thought is I truly think that you should always trust your instinct and if your gut feeling in your heart is like I can't do this, I know something bad will happen. I think that you should trust that because throughout the years, I've talked to a lot of owners that before a procedure, they had a really bad feeling, but they convinced themselves otherwise or they allowed themselves to be convinced. And then as things unfolded, things went really badly and they blamed themselves for not listening to their gut instinct. So I do think that for what it's worth, that voice is there to guide you. I'm sorry if I didn't give you concrete guidance um, as far as to do or not to do, but I think that there's a good discussion that you need to have with your veterinarian. Before an anesthesia, you always want to ask your veterinarian what is involved in an anesthesia, how are the patients monitored, what medications are used, see if you're comfortable with that, and if not, then seek out somebody more specialized in anesthesia. I hope that helps. Let me know how that goes, and I wish you all the best.